Hey guys, welcome to another unique episode of the Feminine Fitness Podcast. This one is so great and so good. It is a snippet from a group coaching session that I was actually a guest speaker on. You guys have heard Corinne Angelica on my podcast before. I was honored to go to her group coaching session and talk to her people about syncing your cycle with your workouts and working with your body instead of against your body towards your health and fitness goals. And I gave the presentation and the gals asked for very specific kind of customization coaching based on the style of workouts that they like to do. Where we start is I am talking with a power lifter about where to place and play around with a one rep max. I'm talking with somebody who loves and enjoys walking with various other styles of workout. And then we kind of talk about running and how approaching a goal like a half marathon would go. And keep in mind, these ladies are in a group where they are focusing on healing their hormones. So you'll hear us repeat over and over again to rest and recharge and make sure that you're sleeping because when you are healing hormonal things, you don't want to be setting your alarm for 4 a.m. to get a workout in. You want to be making sure you are sleeping and sleeping in the time frames of when it is dark outside. And especially right now with winter, it, it gets dark early, it gets light late, and so maximizing sleep is an important thing, especially if you're healing hormones. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. One, because I am very known for being affiliated with certain kinds of workouts and a certain company. And I really wanted to show with you guys how no matter what your health and fitness goal is, and no, ma no matter what style of workouts that you like to do, or what fitness tools or apps or styles of trainings you like to do, how cycle syncing can pair with the kind of workouts that you like to do, even if your workouts aren't the same workouts that I want to do. I also talk about a little bit in this session about starting a running program or running accountability group this spring. That will be done in the Feminine Fitness face Facebook group. So if you want any sort of accountability and if you feel like you want to tackle the challenge of something like a 5K in the months of April and May, keep your get into the Facebook group, keep your eyes peeled for more information on that. And don't forget that the Feminine Fitness Foundations is a self-paced course where you can go through and learn about what phase, like how to track your cycle, what to know about the various phases. And then when you've figured out what phase you're in, there is a video that you can watch that gives the rundown of how to modify and adjust your workouts if you want to um, change things up with your nutrition, what to expect for cravings and self-care and productivity and all of that is through the Feminine Fitness Foundations. Now, this is for entry level getting into cycle syncing and making the changes and modifications that align your lifestyle with your cycle. I really, really enjoyed 
coaching these ladies with creating plans that were right for them. So if you do have an inkling on, I'd love to have a conversation with Joelle about how I can approach my workouts and my workout style with my cycle, send an email to me at femininefitnesscoaching at gmail.com. And for a very short time, I'm going to be offering up some quick one-on-one sessions where we can strategize your goals and then talk about the plan to approach and execute those goals, whether it's something like a 5k half marathon, losing 10 pounds, whatever it is, we can chat about that. So this has been long. So let's hop into this episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Try a one rep max around ending of your uh, ending of your rest phase. So if you take two days off because of your period, I would try it maybe day three, day four and see what, see what happens. And then if you do that, then I would put more of your higher rep, higher volume in your ovulation. If that drains you and tanks your energy and you feel like it's depleting you, I would swap that statement. So then I would go and try a one rep max. So then the next month I would try a one rep max in ovulation and then see if more high volume reps fits for follicular. Does that make sense? That's lovely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you going through that. That was great. I don't know anything about that. So I'm super glad that you were able to help them with that. Yeah, no problem. If any, any other of you guys have like a specific goal or a specific style workouts that you like, I would love, you know, to go in depth a little bit more. Yeah, Cassie, go ahead, unmute yourself. Hi. Um, So I think for me, um, just like creating a game plan for myself is usually very helpful. So when I asked about like, so I used to be a really, really big walker. Um, and then my friend who Corinne has heard this like a hundred times, my friend who I walked with, she actually moved. So that like accountability partner is kind of gone. And now like I'm having like a heel spur thing, but it is something that like, I truly enjoy. So in my head, like when I'm creating my game plan, I'm kind of thinking of like walking all the time, like every week and then whatever extra that I put in, whether it's orange theory or Peloton or yoga or whatever, that would then be like kind of dependent on what phase of my cycle I'm in. Is yeah. that like, do you think that's kind of like a good game plan? Cause I have to like, I have to 
kind of wrap my head around like what my plan should be before I kind of just like dive in. I, I don't know. It's like the teacher in me. <laughs> well, it totally makes sense. And with that strategy and then saying the resources that you have access to and available to you, I would spend, you know, do the days of walking that feel right for you on those days. And if you're in follicular phase, that Peloton app is awesome. Mm-hmm. Ovulation phase, that orange theory, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's really in that luteal phase where you could go back to Peloton does have um, yin yoga, strength yeah. training, and then also meditations. You could roll that into it, but continuing walking through luteal is, is great too. Like we had said it's, and it's just bringing that attention and awareness to, am I drained at one o'clock in the afternoon, sitting in front of my fireplace, like wanting to take a snooze, then you kind of know, maybe I should try a different style. When I was walking with my friends, we always did the same route. We did about four to five miles. And there were times where like, I would finish that up and I would have to come home and take a nap because I was just like done, but this is before like my awareness of how it fit into my cycle. But, um, like every Saturday, Sunday, religiously, and then one or two times a week, it was always that same route about five miles, um, that we would always do that. But there were definitely times where I was like shot (laughs) after, which it is a substantial amount of walking, but, and then there were times where like, I'd wear a heart rate monitor and I barely saw my, uh, my heart rate go up at all. And I was like, let me throw some intervals into this because I needed more. Right. And that's, so bringing up distance, another way you could impact this is really like when you are in that follicular phase, kind of being moderate on your distant walks, if you felt like it, you could either do intervals during ovulation or longer distances during ovulation. And then during luteal, shorten it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then like in the beginning of this, I talked about all of those ugly fitness myths that we need to like, la, 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 like, and one of those is, oh, this, I didn't do enough. This this number is too low. La, 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 no. Like we, we quiet that during late luteal and you, you go of the gauge of like, I move my body. This is like luteal menstrual is that phase where you're wanting your workouts to bring in your energy, follicular and ovulation, you can do the expenditure workout. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I hope that helped with walking too, of like gauging your walks, because then if you're like, cause, cause this, this awareness will also help serve you in, in, um, grace for yourself too, because this is what we women do. If we don't one rep max the same all of the time, we think what's wrong with me? What the crap? I lost gains. If you don't have that like highest, um, fastest run or walk in like the distance, you're like, oh my gosh, I suck. I'm so tight. Like I'm like, I'm slowing down. I must be getting older. Like it's awareness, right? It's like, oh, well today my intervals were like slower pace or I should have not done intervals at all. Or the purpose of my walk today was a shorter distance 
more steady, more flowy, more feminine, more vibrant. Whereas during follicular and ovulation, like you could do those intervals, you could do those longer distances. And um, obviously with the preface of like, don't do more to harm your hormones Mm -hmm. situation, because your main goal is to optimize your hormones, because that is going to optimize where your body stays at in regulating a healthy body fat percentage for you. Because like another one of those fitness myths we talk about, la, 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 that girl that's on the stage with zero body fat, that's not ovulating. She's in her twenties. She's feeling like crap. That's not the greatest depiction of I'm in shape. I'm healthy. Totally. Right. Yeah. That's so good. And, and Cass for you, I would challenge you to not even look at or worry about your heart rate monitor, whatever that is. Cause I know for you that could totally like set you off if you don't see it at the right number, because that's not like, like Joelle said, it's how you feel. It's not what the number says, like all that stuff. So I would challenge you to not even use it and just go off how you feel. And that's for everybody, for anything. Like instead, we're just so used to having a routine and being like, this is what I do. This is what workout I do. But instead, before you do any movement, like really check in with yourself and be like, did I, even if you're in your ovulatory phase and you're like, okay, that's a great phase for like orange theory or whatever. Be like, did I sleep enough last night? Did I, do I even have enough energy, even though it's my ovulatory phase? Like I really only got like six hours of sleep last night. I was shit. I was busy, whatever. Also in that, like, don't feel like, oh, I have to do this intense workout because this is the time that I could do it in. If you didn't get proper sleep or if you're tired because you just had COVID, like all that (laughs) stuff, like take it all into account because we could get so rigid with stuff and be like, I have to do this then, have to do this then, even with changing up your workouts. But that doesn't mean that it's always going to be the same. You just have to always really check in with yourself and be like, okay, I definitely, I am an avatar phase. So I feel really great. I have enough energy or another day. You might be like, I actually don't. Cause I really didn't sleep last night. So honor that wherever you're at with that. And then just can, just so I know, like I'm taking notes. So you said for like the follicular phase, like Peloton. And then what did you say about walking? You could do your like more moderate distances. Okay. In whatever moderate distances for you. Yeah. Cause your hormones are rising at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're not like fully high. They're like on their way up. Uh-huh. And so for everybody, it depends on the, you know, the duration of it, but that's why if you're tracking your basal body temperature, you could kind of see what's going on in your cervical fluid. If you're starting to see the egg white consistency, you know, you're getting to ovulation. So that's when you could start ramping stuff up from there. Okay. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up about the numbers and the metrics mm-hmm. because with, I don't even wear my Apple watch yeah. to menstrual. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> no, like, it, cause it compares you. It's like, you haven't worked, you haven't moved enough. Like, and yeah. I'm like, throw it out. <laughs> and also it's the very inward time. So if I get a text message, I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me. So it's like very physical and emotional to detach yourself from those numbers. Cause okay. you know, in follicular ovulation, you're going to look at them. You're going to be like, I'm awesome. Like yeah. uh, competing against yourself is great. But during luteal and menstrual, you're like, yeah, stop it. Stop telling me to breathe. I'm breathing. <laughs> like, it's so true. And like, we have to 
also recognize that it could cause stress just from slowing down because if we're not accepting it, if you're like, okay, I know I'm in my late luteal phase, so I'm not going to do the orange theory that I normally do. Don't let that cause anxiety being like, oh, but I, but I should be doing it, but, but no, I shouldn't be doing it because it's my late luteal, like accept where it is. And you really just have to always constantly reframe, reframe over and over and over and over. I still have to do this. Joelle said her too. She still has to do this. Like I'll wake up and it'll be around my period. I'm like, oh, I didn't work out in two days. Like maybe I should today and I'll start and then I'll feel tired. I'll be like, okay, forget it. Like we just constantly have to reframe it and not allow it to cause more stress or anxiety because we're just learning a whole new way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, Serena, go ahead. Uh, it's Cass. Is that good? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then you know I'll have 500 more questions. Yes. Once I implement. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, Serena. Okay. Um, so I, about like two, three years ago, I don't know, whenever it was, I was training for a half marathon and I'm not a runner. I like don't have a lot of experience doing that, but, um, I found a lot of joy in it when I was doing it. And it is a goal for me to actually complete one, but like, you know, they have like a 16 week training guide and you're supposed to run like X amount and increase your distance over time. So how, like during menstrual phase or late luteal, like, how would you like suggest breaking away from that or like just working through that, but still hitting the goals to meet the distance that you need? A great, great question. And I'm going to kind of like reverse engineer it. Okay. Okay. So I would, if you are starting to look at like setting, when you get to the point of wanting to set the race date, try to gauge it follicular and ovulation phase. And if you're, if you're, race is on a Saturday morning, I would continue unless you're menstruating and unless it's late luteal and you feel like not good. I would, if your race is a Saturday morning, I would just put yourself in that habit of like waking up, getting into a consistent, like, like it's a race day. Like this is a mental, but also a rhythmic thing that you want to do for your body. And trust me, the ladies. So my husband was also a personal trainer. And when we took this approach with people who were running halves and marathons, that, that advice alone of treating a set, like if you, you commit to a Saturday morning race day and you start repeating the ritual of what you would do race day down to the time you woke up the meal that you ate pre um whatever you drank before and then you went out for a like distance temp like very steady state run that alone can optimally get your body and your mindset right to go the distance, right? So if you progress that, because if you're utilizing this with cycle syncing, that would mean three workouts. So three, typically three Saturdays of your month would be a great time to put in a moderate distant for your follicular. So if a Saturday in follicular fell, you'd wake up and do a moderate distance on that follicular phase. Then the next Saturday-ish would be kind of like an ovulation, depending on give or take where you're at in follicular on that Saturday. The next one would be, you know, like leading up to a race. When I when we trained for halves, we never ran more 
then 10 miles to prepare for it. And that was one time. And I think that was like three weeks before the race date. So yeah, we'll talk about that calendar breakdown in a second here, but you could do an ovulation Saturday race with like a going the distance and then kind of do a Saturday morning in late luteal playing around with how you feel like go inward and be like, do I feel like doing a steady state run or do I feel like challenging with some intervals? And I would go with that intuition when it came to the luteal phase Saturday. Um, but I, I'm dead serious that it's like, if you train yourself where if like you commit to a Saturday or Sunday workout and you create that ritual of like, this is what I eat, this is how I nourish. And now I go. And if, if that race starts at 8am, you're out running at 8am and that alone can help so much. So let's reverse it back to like where you are today, following a type of calendar and schedule. And, um, okay. Yeah. I was, I was just seeing what you wrote. Correct. Oh yeah. That was just for me. <laughs> so if you were to like print off a schedule, how you could follow this is like I had mentioned, if you're wanting to follow somebody else's training plan, they're, they're great. And they're brilliant. Oftentimes they're written by males. So how we as females modify it is start it the follicular phase that you want to start it in. So if it's like a four month program, a three month program, I would just start it in that follicular phase. And then you you would go through it kind of as they have intended. If you're still really working on healing your hormones at that point, take the resting and the sleep. If, if it says do a tempo run on this day and you're like Corinne said, like, you know, you haven't gotten good sleep. There's those signs, things are off, take it a rest day, but just keep moving forward. Where we go wrong with schedules is when we like miss a day or even miss two days and we're like oh we gotta start all over again no just like pretend you did it give yourself the credit where credit's due and just go on today whatever right and then when you get to late late luteal and you know like it's really a time where I should be focusing on that mobility and the strength training if they have runs scheduled in there just kind of accommodate that to like I understand why a man whose hormones work on the 24 hour cycle, I appreciate him for giving this guidance, but I'm going to modify it through this week and eliminate those runs and do these things instead, but then keep going. So then follicular. So like I said, if it was like a four month calendar, you would start follicular phase and then you would go into month two, second follicular, like month two follicular phase. Does that make okay. sense? Yes. Yes. That is helpful. For sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Woohoo for half marathon training. It's funny you bring that up because when I was really going inward on my own personal goals, I'm like this, cause I live in Minnesota. So it's like what five degrees outside right now. So I'm like, I'm not going to go running on the ice and break my face, you know? So I'm like, but this spring I want to start getting back in to running too. So very, very cool. And you have time right now to like really focus on that healing of your hormones. And then when you approach this way of like tackling a half marathon, you're going to do it in the optimal, the optimal phases for the training benefits that you need. And you're not going to harm your hormones in the process. 